Hello, friends, and welcome back. I'm Caleb, and I'm here with my buddy Chris. Hello. And we talk about um, things that are interesting to us. And the thing that is interesting to me today is an idea that I'm rolling around in my head, and I'm thinking, I want to run this by Chris and see what he would say. Sometimes I put these things out, and we agree or disagree or think about a different way to think about it. And so, Chris... I love that Chris doesn't actually know what I'm going to say. Right. This is, this I'm is just thinking, <laughs> yeah, bring it on. This, <laughs> topic, oh, this ought to be good. The topic for us could really be anything. And so this, this um, topic is, is happiness. And I've been thinking about happiness, which for many people, myself included, is a North Star. And we're always evaluating our life. Are my, um, you know, am I happy? And what things in my life could I change to be more happy? And, you know, happiness is, you know, something that we use as our barometer and uh i'm just tweaking a mic level here because it looks like my it, yeah it really looks like my lines are a lot littler than yours do you see that on the screen uh i'm not one to any. judge but yeah i would say that seems <laughs> to be the case yeah. <laughs> just comparing size yeah comparing size uh, all right well I, i'm just turning up the level of mine mike now i think my well, my lines mine lines are still really small that's that how about now very we loud should have done this at the beginning okay i think it's fine we can yeah. do it in post <laughs> okay so i will just probably edit that most of that out in post getting back to the topic at hand chris okay so we're talking happiness here and uh you know in life we're evaluating where we are with relationships, where we are with careers, where we are with family, uh, where we are, you know, we're living with like oftentimes through the lens of happiness. You know, am I uh, as happy in this? Is there something that I could change about my life that I would get happy? Or where you think, oh man, I've always wanted to do X, Y, or Z. And if I did that, I would be happy. And so there's a constant pursuit of happiness. Uh, and so I had this thought, like, I don't know if that even makes sense as our North Star, as the something that we should be using as our lens, because happiness feels a little bit like a good hair day. And that <laughs> some days you're just going to have a good hair day and you're going to be happy. And then other days you can't get your hair to do whatever it is you want to do. Uh, and it's the exact same hair. You just, you're just not having a good hair day. And if you think of it like, oh man, if I need to get this hairstyle, then I'm just going to have a string of really good hair days. That is inevitably not true. And you always think and think like, oh, if it were just longer or curlier or shorter or straighter, like, oh, then it would just be like, fantastic and I'd be looking fly and feeling good every day always but uh, it is rare that you could ever have the feeling of a good hair day all like just nailing it like your hair is just the exact way you want it day after day after day it doesn't work like that and so is happiness like a hair day Chris is happiness like a hair day I think we're going to blow the roof off of something else here. So 
How about this for your consideration that happiness being a North Star that you seek or aim toward, what if that concept is just a further judging of a situation that just isn't necessary. Happiness, I think, when, when someone, I believe that the concept of happiness or someone's experience of happiness is, am I happy right now or not? Are they happy or are they not? Is this a happy event? All of that requires assessing a situation and making an opinion about it. Is that even necessary? What would the, what would a world in which that weren't the case look like? Happiness. Peaceful. A world where you're not judging whether you're happy or not, but you're just there experiencing whatever is going on is very nice and peaceful. I'm working on this whole idea of not judging things. And it includes, for me, importantly, not judging people, not judging myself, but also not judging situations. And I feel like if you're trying to evaluate, again, if you're trying to evaluate whether you are happy or not, you are trying to make a decision and create an opinion about an experience that you are having or expect to have. And I just don't see that there's much value in doing that. So is a state of happiness even possible? An ongoing state. Not like an experience that's happy, but living in an ongoing state of happiness. Is that even possible? I think it depends on the perspective you're coming from. If you're coming from an idea of not judging a situation, then the concept of happiness vanishes. Hmm. I think. Keep in mind... I haven't had a ton of time to process this, but I believe that when you are assessing whether you're experiencing happiness or or something else, you're attaching meaning to a situation that might, if you decide you're no longer going to attach meaning to things, it vanishes. Happiness is a construct that would just vanish. And do I think that that is good or bad? If I were to judge (laughs) the situation, I would say it's absolutely great because I think that people give pressure to trying to notice if they are experiencing happiness or not. And that is just energy spent on something that in my opinion doesn't need to be spent and takes away from, potentially takes away from the human experience. 
you maybe to answer the question in a, in a different way. Yes, you absolutely would experience happiness, but you wouldn't celebrate it. You wouldn't stop and take time to notice that you're experiencing the happiness because it's something that no longer has a definition for you. And because of you not having to stop and assess the happiness, you're able to have a more genuine experience with whatever is going on at that time. Hmm. That's, you're, you're bringing up such an interesting perspective because you're putting happiness on the other side of the judgment paradigm, that it's still living in the duality existence. And I wasn't even thinking of it on this scale, so it's why I love talking to you about this stuff because you just take it in such a really cool direction. But you're putting happiness in the space that you're trying to leave mm. when you're going to non-judgment. Yes. Which is wild. That is a huge thought, Chris Simpson, because <laughs> you're, you're, because uh, uh, when you think of leaving, when you, when you think of leaving the judgment paradigm, you think of the bad things but not necessarily the good thing. At least I think of the bad things. I don't think of the good things in terms of the things that you're leaving behind. Um, uh, I think of criticisms. I think of, you know, uh, where your critiques, I think of, you know, self um, stigmas that you're applying or critical thoughts of others. Uh, but you're also leaving the is this happy or not? Am I happy or not? Will this make me happy or won't I? Happiness is a big part of the judgment paradigm that you'd be leaving. And on the other side of it, you'd experience the things we commonly associate with happiness, but without a, a label attached to them, to it, and without any celebration of it or putting it up on a pedestal as if it's the desired state. It would just be the way it is. That's a good way to articulate it. Yes. You would experience happiness a lot more if you weren't trying to strive for happiness. And you also help to clarify this idea of, of non-judgment. So we do usually associate judgment with negative things. And, you know, I think from an early age, we are taught to try to not judge people. Um, the easiest one is to try and not judge people, but also to not judge situations. And then I think the hardest is to not judge ourselves. Um, but it can be good judgments and bad. So you could be, an exercise I like to do is if I am driving around and I see a color that I before would have had an opinion about on a car, now I'll catch myself and I'll think, what a waste of energy to have an opinion about the color of that car. There's no reason for it. Or I truly could go by 
a beautiful tree. It's fall right now. I do appreciate a beautiful fall color tree. And I will catch myself thinking, what a beautiful tree. And then I'll think, what a waste of energy. Attaching an opinion to that just doesn't really do... It takes away from my opportunity to just be and just enjoy, bring enjoyment to what is happening right now. If I'm so caught up in forming an opinion about whether that tree is pretty or not, and attaching history to it and remembering memories about other pretty trees or whatever is nice and positive about that tree took away from my chance to just be there at that point. Mm. Okay, well, this, this may be abstract, if in a moment you realize to yourself or think to yourself, oh, I'm so happy in this moment. This makes me happy. Is that also a waste of energy? Much like yes. the car color and the... Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. Just thinking that. Let's do a big old caveat to this. I'm just a guy named Chris who's just navigating through all this like everybody else is. And so... If I have a firm opinion about something, I reserve the right to totally renege on that at any time. <laughs> I am not a pro at any of this. I have the opposite of educational experience for this. I have a finance degree. That is the opposite oh, of touchy-feely stuff. Oh, you're, I didn't know your, your undergrad is in finance. Yeah. No wonder you wear so many blue shirts. <laughs> always wear blue I do don't I actually you do yeah. it's yeah. your finance background it's I true of you finance guys interesting yeah. I didn't realize that I mean I realized the blue I didn't know there was a connection with finance guys I just do it because I was told it makes my eyes look pretty so uh, <laughs> so anyway um, you by yeah, I, I, assessing the situation and noticing that you are happy are taking away time and energy from the genuine experience you could be having. Just let it be, I think. And you know that, so here's something then in that realm, like, why does it matter? Why do we have experiences? Why do we set ourselves up for what we think could be a better experience than, than otherwise? Why do we try to optimize things? Why do we say, well, we could yeah. go on vacation to whatever, but I think I'd have more fun if I went mountain biking in Moab. Um, and boy, I hope when I'm there, I'm having fun and I'm happy, etc. Like, what... If, if, yeah. if, yeah, yeah, we're putting our experiences on a scale in that case. I haven't thought about it like that, but the way you're articulating it, you're talking about the scale that they sit on and that you're always sort of like, you want to, you want the scale to be on the happiness side of it. But then you're like, that lives on this. I'm picturing a scale. You can't see the hand motion I'm making, but I'm picturing like a <laughs> scale in I'm my mind too. of like, uh, and we're waiting 
uh, experiences against each other. And to your point, even to that point, we like plan, okay, at this point, we're going to have so much fun and we're going to be really happy. And like, those will be really positive experiences and we'll plan them and we'll pay money to have them because we want them. And they're the good ones. We want to have the good ones. We don't want the bad ones. And for what reason? What I'm I'm tapping into is, are we just trying to bank memories? Yes, yes. Is that why we do it? Is it just to bank memories? That's the way, for me, it always was, to bank memories. It's kind of like, basically, how about this? What if you didn't have a memory? Would you still do fun things? Yep. Would you? Yeah, that's a really big question. I don't... Because it wouldn't matter. The second you did it and you weren't doing it, you wouldn't remember. So what was the point? I like to go back to nature because we are just animals after all. And... You know, I think they say that dolphins do things just for fun and know how to play. But if there are species that we think don't know, don't play, or don't purposely have fun, and if we think that they don't necessarily, you know, create or try to remember events, then what's the point? Mm Mm-hmm. I think that it's, you could say, it's the feeling of joy is at the time very powerful and satisfying to your spirit. And maybe that's it and that's enough. And the fact that we can remember them is a, gives us the ability to summon that joy again in an artificial way when we have that memory. And maybe there are kind of two different things or reasons for it. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of my, my iCloud photo library with years of memories stockpiled into it so many that I can't even remember. And when I randomly pull a picture out of it, I'll have a, oh, that's right. I did that. Oh, that was really fun. Or man, that was a hard time in my life. But wow, that was great. But I don't even, there's so many of them. I don't have a conscious understanding of them, of the the whole, you know, these are just the photographed memories, but the memories that are housed in there. I don't think you can just at some point they pile up right? good and bad and they just become the story of you. The sum total of your life. And I think that, you know, we've gotten into this experience economy where for better or worse, culture has gone to this place of like, um, I don't buy things. It's a popular thing. People say, I don't buy things or want things. I want experiences. Experiences are what matter. Memories count to me, not objects. Um, and, the other day I had this thought, I'm like, well, you know, kind of the flip side of that is that objects last a whole lot longer than memories in so many cases. 
<laughs> I had a lot of great meals with really good people that I don't even remember at all. I don't remember what we ate or where we ate them or like I can't even tell, you know? So, uh, and I just, I had that thought just the other day when I was biking and now it's kind of connecting into this conversation and I'm not promoting materialism. I'm not saying like, you know, screw experiences. Let's just invest in objects. But, um, it is to your point of like, what's it all, what's it all mean? And why do we do it all? And we're just trying to stockpile these memories that just get banked. Um, and for no reason, there's gotta be more to it than that. And it certainly has to be more than like waiting those memories and just trying to, if you put the memories on a scale of your life, have more in the positive side than in the negative. And then it's a life well lived or you will have had a good life or been fortunate even, you know, sometimes I think some things happen outside of our control. So you could just say, wow, I was really lucky when you, uh, when you put all my memories on the scale, I've got many, a lot more good ones than I do on, you know, unpleasant ones. Uh, but it feels like when you're moving into the space of non-judgment, you're connecting with existence, with being, with being a positive contribution so that you can be a benefit and a gift to others and to, um, every interaction that you have so that you can sort of lift its vibration up and that you can sort of to be a positive impact and do something long lasting in the world isn't an accumulation of something you get, whether that's an object or um, an experience, but it's something, you know, it moves much more from a get model to a give model um, because in your existence, you are complete. And so there is nothing to get. Um, you are full, you are whole, you are complete in your essence. So there isn't anything to be gained, positive or negative. It is just, it is because it is free of any judgment. So therefore you're in a space where you can be, um, you know, you can contribute from a different place and offer up every interaction, every conversation, every person you meet, some different greater level of goodness uh, because uh, you're living beyond judgment and you're not scaling your stockpiled memories. Perfect. Perfect. Yes, what you said. I think that when you, if you think of happiness in terms of this idea of filling your cup mm -hmm. and, your, and, and maybe even your cup um, spilling over. So let's say I have an experience where I, and thankfully I do get these experiences pretty often, where I if I wanted to stop and take a uh, inventory of what's going on at the current, at that moment, and I realize that I am getting to do what I want, when I want, with who I want, I then can realize that this is the stuff that is filling my cup. And I walk around as a person with a pretty full cup but that's it. I'm not, that's it. It's kind of like you say, thank you for this moment. This has been fantastic. Uh, it's filling my cup. It's making me, um, enjoy my journey that much more, but that's it. Thank you. Period. Wow. Oh, you, as always, are blowing my mind. This is great. This is a good uh, 
you know, in summary, we started this <laughs> just posing the question around happiness and um, if it's a bad or good hair day and we've gotten to this incredibly place of like a piece. Um, and I feel like I need to just sit with and think about everything that we just unpacked because I think it has a lot of relevance even to my own life and what's going on in my world right now. Um, so I'm loving it. Thank you for this, Chris Simpson. You are so welcome. Let's finish that metaphor by saying that perhaps you should just grab the clippers and get it done with. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. I'm going to go buzz my hair. I'll, you should. Right okay. Back. Love you, right buddy. Back. Love you too, man. Bye. Bye. Damn, Sometimes we're good. Like- it's in times like this that I actually do feel like we just hung up a phone call. I want to, I have the urge to like hit the end button on mm-hmm. something because I just feel like that was, that actually, it took three hours to get there, but here we are almost noon and uh, we're just Genuine. You know, having these really beautiful conversations. And um, yeah, the, I'm sitting with that last conversation with it because I think that's like a struggle. I've been, you know, like struggling a lot in life this week. And this idea is really important for me. So I'm walking away with this conversation thinking like, that's a really beautiful picture that I really like. Could I, could I, or do I want to even go to that space? Because I still think um, the appeal to me, keeping one foot in the other world and to stay in the, like, the achieve happiness, like is that there's something to be gained and I want to gain something and I want to work hard and I want to feel like I, I achieved it. And when you move to the non-judgment paradigm, when you go to this world that you're talking about, you're talking about leaving that, like not having that reward. And like the thing that I fight against the most is like, will I ever achieve any like, success with anything that I'm doing and success measured by the popularity of others? So the people of the, will I ever be at a place where people will really love my music and it will ever like really hit, you know, will I ever create anything that will become a success because it's popular in by volume and scale? And like, what if I've given up all this and sacrificed my entire life savings account for nothing but a full cup? It's a big paradigm change, but... Um, the idea of the relationship with happiness in the new paradigm is something that I do want to live. That's the way I, I want to like live my life. So I'm going to be meditating on, thinking on, and like just going over in my brain as I, as I think through all of this. Um, yeah, where does that where does that leave me? If I'm re- am I really ready to leave? you know, to really work towards and to put in my intention to leave a a judgment-based thinking of the world. That's what I was going to say is, can I suggest, as you know, I love getting back to the fundamentals of things. I like Mm -hmm. to just take it down, 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 and not replace tiles on a roof when the foundation is shot. So... um. I wonder if your time would be well spent to concentrate not on evaluating whether you should be striving for happiness or not, but take it down another notch, really work on this judgment thing that I'm playing with and find out that you won't even have to make that decision anymore. Yeah. And... Remember as well 
wherever you get to will be perfect. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to say, oh, I just opened up Pandora's box where, yes, I'm having fun with not judging others, situations, or most importantly, myself, but I miss the quest for happiness. That's not mm -hmm. going to be the case. Whatever yeah. happens will be perfect for you. I promise. I, I think I still have a ton of fight in me that is around fighting for the picture of the life that I want, that I've always wanted, but still feel like it's out of reach and that I can't get it. And it, now it frustrates me even more that I can't get it or even get traction headed in that direction. And um, the to get to the space you're talking about is to let go of that picture among other things, I mean, many other things, right? Like it's actually like, you know, you just really surrendered to like, you know, that there's nothing to achieve that this, like you're living with a full cup. And I can't um, explain fully why I feel so much fight in me to hold on to my picture of like what the picture I want for my life and what I want to achieve for myself. And then like when I boil that down, when I keep digging it like layer after layer after it, it's popularity. Um, because if I weren't making much money, but I were doing something or putting something out in the world that was like wildly successful, um, I would feel like a success. It's not related to the income, right? So let's say I had 66 million Instagram followers, but I didn't make any money from it. I just had 66 million people that gave a shit about me and that like, and everything I posted would get over a million interactions. I would internally feel like I was significant and that um, I was making high an impact. And, you know, that the people had spoken. <laughs> and I could still be doing like the very regular job, have a really regular life. But I would feel like I was, you know, special. Like, I mean, I meant something that I would achieved it, that I had, like, done something, you know? Um, and it's interesting how, like, I've come to this point where I, my life has boiled down and boiled down and boiled down and, like, reduction, or, like, reduction, reduction, reduction. So much so that I only have interaction with one other human and in-person interaction with one other human, and that is it. And that I, um, I don't even have like a, you know, a job going right now. So I don't even have like a regular interaction. So my quest to like make high impact and have a lot of people care as like, you know, there's a tiny handful of people I engage, I engage with regularly and have good conversations that sprinkle throughout my week. And outside of that, I'm alone by myself in one small apartment in a tiny city where I only see one other human. And that's like where my life has gotten to. And I feel like um, to live the non-judgment way, to play with the space that you're talking about and to like really adhere to it is you to hold the life that I'm in right now and just be like, oh, so that's where life's at. Okay, great. Oh, I have millions of people. Awesome. 
No, I don't have anyone. Or, no problem. Like you're just living with like, wow, I got to have a very full cup for those full years while I went through that whole process and left Tesla and did all that thing. Cool. All right. Like that's the space that you're talking about. Um, and I see the value in it and I you feel drawn to the value of it. I want to live that way, but I have to acknowledge that like there's still this big fight in me that is like, oh no, but I want, I came here for, I came here for the the hero's journey, the comeback. I'm hit the point in the movie when all the odds are stacked against you and you're running out of money and you have, your chips are down. And that's when you like have the big breakthrough and the, music swells and you have the big culmination and the homecoming and the hero journey culminates in like the success of the adventure, whatever that looks like. And that may never come for me. And that I may just have been the person who took a big swing for the fences and then lived out the rest of my existence and died. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you, so where, uh, no, it's a loaded question. Um, yeah, so I don't even, I don't, I don't even need to like, I know we've talked about this. We've talked for like three hours about spiritual things and good things and stuff, but that's just like the rubber meets the road for me this week. That's the tension. And, um, but to put a point on it and to maybe further flesh out the mindset, um, I believe that we all start out as adolescents being told that we need to have goals, we need to achieve, we need um, to be doing something. And then as you get further along, you maybe feel pressure to identify a persona that you think that you'd like to have. And then materialism kicks in and you decide there's an image that you think you'd like to have, whether that is um, mm -hmm. attached to things, <coughs> pardon me, experiences, whatever. <coughs> pardon me um but and then so it's ingrained in you and what the practice of non-judgment asks you to do is get rid of that for the first time in your life and be okay with it and then also you then also have to navigate this land where that huge motivating factor is no longer a part of your life. And so what mm -hmm. motivates you? You know, mm -hmm. I will say that um, something that I wonder about with where I am in my journey is the idea of not judging, not having attachment to a situation and not um, reacting, you know, trying not to react to situations, et cetera. Well, at what point are you just a vegetable sitting in a corner? Yes. That's yes. kind of a balance, yes. isn't it? Yes. Yes. Then where does your ambition and drive live? Exactly. I think I know the answer. And what's that? In life, in living, in experience in love, in experiencing the little things. Do, have you ever come across a loser 60-year-old surfer dude who's just floating through life and he appears to be just fine with it? Mm. 
that's no, but it. I'm, I, I haven't, but I'm picturing him in my brain right now. And with the very vivid brain that I have, yeah. I've like art directed him perfectly in my head. Uh, and I picture him to have like a piece about him. Correct. Yeah. And, but he's okay with it. You know, like to use that phrase, he's happy. And so, you know, the non-judging is applies to uh, where other people are in their lives and your perception of whether they're okay with it or not. But for you as well. Yeah. And whether you're okay with it or not. And the lovely thing is that if, again, knowing that I'm just playing with this now, I don't know, I don't know how it worked out for me in the end. Right? Mm -hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully I have a safe drive home. Um, But I do believe that I have a lot of faith in the process and do believe that the act of releasing attachment and judgment for where I am um, versus where I thought I should be or even this concept of thinking I should be, when that is all erased and Mm -hmm. not part of my experience, Mm -hmm. I'm quite sure that I will be a more fulfilled person who is able to share more love, have the energy to spread it around um, and be more helpful because I'm not spending so much time trying to figure out if I'm doing the right thing mm-hmm. based on someone else's constructs probably. But yeah, I don't know. I need more. to give, I, I feel like I need to, but I don't know that it's necessary, but I feel like it would be neat if I could give you a first step for what, it was for me that made me go on this thing of, of non-judgment and really what it was, I wasn't in meditation. I think I was waking up in the morning and it just hit me like a lightning bolt to experiment, pardon me, experiment with this thing of non-judgment and, um, it's just been fantastic. So take the first step, figure it out. Yeah, the when you and I first talked about non-judgment, God, a few weeks ago, I started to play around with the, um, you know, not judging in terms of less critical thoughts, like have a lot less of the you know negative commentary and just allow things to be. the The first step for me and this paradigm today after this conversation is to actually see happiness is like a part of that too and labeling and quest for as part of that paradigm because that's a whole different thing for me of course I want to give up like critical thoughts of others and you know irritation with nuances in life that are out of my control of course I want to do that but you're not ready but am oh that that part the negative part yeah of course but am I ready to like to go to to like you know not to take that to the positive to take that to the yeah to, to not the have an opinion about good things yes that's the part where I 
that's the part where I, I don't, I haven't thought, given any thought and, um, but yet have run into firsthand the rub has really hit this week about it. And that's the part that I need to like spend time with this week is like, am I ready to give up the quest for the good things too? Just, just try it. Try it yeah, on a small experiment. scale. Just, yeah, I suppose just experiment. Just today on your run, when you, like, I use this example, but for me, when I see a car go by that I thought had an ugly color, just think, don't judge. And why did I even form an opinion about that? What does it matter? Yeah. It's not. And then when you see a beautiful tree, just think, why? it's not for me to judge. Yeah. It's not for me to judge. That's it. It's not for me to judge. Mm-hmm. Good or bad. It's so neat. Like, your level of patience for um, experiences goes way up. You know, you don't get frustrated by other people's actions as easily. And it frees up thought energy for just being there and being present and enjoying the moment. And even when I say enjoying the moment, it's like, well, isn't that making a judgment call? But we are still kind of going through this experience with the cup getting filled up. Mm -hmm. But if we don't think about the cup and we don't worry about it, is it still there? Mm -hmm. I think it is. And is it still worth filling? I think so. Hmm. This is huge. So that would be a baby step step is to um, don't judge the pretty things you see today. Hmm. Just say, that's not for me to judge. I'll try it. Yeah. Let me know how that goes. I will. Okay. I will. (sighs) Wow. What a morning. What a morning. What a beautiful morning. Can't wait to do uh, it again. Can't wait to do it again. Yeah, more to come on this front. Um, keep me posted on your weekend. I will. Maybe we can regroup on um, Monday or Tuesday. Let's do that. That'd okay. be great. Have a great weekend. All right. Love you. Love you. See you. Bye now.